is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Bran. I'm loving Hallmark Christmas movies. Loving them. Hey, it's Panda. I'm liking Hallmark Christmas movies. Liking them. Hey, everyone. It's Dan, and I'm despising Hallmark Christmas movies. Despising them. And this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Righto, righto, righto. I got to tell you, I'm What's not up? in the right frame of mind. We went live right before we started this. And if you're on Deck the Hallmark Plus, on Bramble Jam Plus, and you're on the Facebook group, you can watch it live. And you asked us if yes. we could be any doctor yes. around Christmas, around which Christmas. one would we be? Yes. And Panda said Dr. Shivago. And I'm just now realizing that that's in the middle of the Russian Revolution. Uh-huh. And that's who you would, yeah. a doctor like struggling to make it in the early 1900s yeah, 100%. in the Russian Revolution. Yeah, the best type. <laughs> okay. I literally was, the whole intro, I was like. I was a little disappointed that you didn't acknowledge that earlier. Wait a minute. The what? Sometimes the meaning's in the struggle. Yeah, sometimes it is. Which doctor were you? Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Quinn. 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 That makes more sense than Dr. Shivago. (laughs) What's the second doctor, though? If you could be any. Seuss. Oh! Yeah. Maybe Ock. Doc Ock. Oh. Oh, Oh, Dr. Troyer. He was my uh, family doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked him. Still better than Dr. Shivago. He had a soothing voice. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Um, Doctor uh, Dr. J. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Dr. J. That's right. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Doc, where, where each week we talk about doctors we'd like to be. <laughs> I'm your host, Brad. I'm here with my good friends. Today we're talking about doctors specifically at Christmas time that we would like the to Christmas be. Christmas doctor. You might yeah. be wondering, what makes a doctor at Christmas time any different? How does it change how you choose your doctor? Uh, and to explain that, we're going to go to Dan. Dan? Explain right. to the people. So I'm going to skip the explanation to tell you this. Uh, first of all, we love the troops. <laughs> we love the troops. Second of all, we're good hearted, good natured people. Having said those two things, if you have a hold this movie as a special place in your heart, you may not want to listen to this episode. And that's what makes a Christmas doctor different than any other doctor. Listen, back I've got to your you, back because I like this. We'll get to it. I like yeah, okay. I, I like this movie. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. So it's a, um, like. a it's a doctor um, that has just a lot of candy canes. Oh, so yeah. that's kind of really? changes. It's like, what doctor would you like to got be it. and also eat candy huh. canes yeah. as? Really? So that's kind of how things switch up a little bit speaking of switching things up guys i'm thinking about switching things up for my snackage really oh oh it's a good time to do it how so universal yum's holiday box oh this week that's the perfect time because i am this week i am about to uh, watch a ton of hallmark movies starting this weekend heading into thanksgiving week um heading into thanksgiving weekend 
Lots and lots of movies. If you need visual proof of all the goodies that Universal Yums is going to give you in the holiday box, just wait, because in the upcoming week, you're going to see us unbox our very own Universal Yums it's holiday true. box. It is 10 different countries worth of snacks wow. for you to watch movies with. It so is much. everything you could possibly want. It's overwhelming. For all mm. of your friends and family that love snacks for the holidays, you got to get them this gift. There's just no way around it. It's the best so cool. gift there is. I'm so very cool. excited. I'm, I got one for myself. I'm getting one for other people. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's the type of gift that you do want to gift to yourself. Yeah. So. For what sure. Start there and then work your way out. That's right. Universalyums.com slash deck. Um, big fans of them. They're big fans of us. So let's be fans of each other. Yeah. I yeah. keep saying that and I kind of like that. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it's weird? Just this. I'm a fan of you. Big You're fans a fan of, us, of me. So we're big fans of them. And no, you, no, no, no. no, no so no. let's be fans of each other. That's what you said. <laughs> yes. You said we're big fans of them. They're big fans of us. So let's be fans of each other. <laughs> At no point they already are. No, they? no, no. I'm talking to the people. So let's so, be fans of each other. That so there. No, they, you should be saying. No, you should be a fan of both of us. You should be a fan of us and them. Let's work out. This, work on this one more time. No, I'm with Brandon on yeah, this okay. one. I've so thought so about it. I'm with yes, yes. So They're they fans are of fans of us. We're yes. fans, We're of, fans them. of them. So let's be fans so of let's each other. Be fans of each other. Good luck. You're buddy. listening to us. So let's thank you for being a fan. So let's be Universal fans of each Jones. other. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah. Why don't we? Dial it back a bit. I'm hey, really trying here. They're fans of us. We're fans of them. You should be fans of them too. Oh, so you're saying collectively? Collectively, everyone, that's not okay, what he because said. you're already fans. Of, okay, I could get on board with that. What Let's, I'm yeah. saying originally yeah. is they are fans of us. Okay. We will stop doing this. We are this fans. If you'll go to universalyums.com/deck. So let's be fans of each other. No, I think that checks. Yeah. Let's let's do it. I even wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. They are fans of us. We're fans of them. Let's be fans of each other. How do Universal we have Yums? actual fans? Have we ever stopped and thought I don't about think, that? I don't think we do. But I can tell you this. <laughs> whomever Bran is talking to, he's he's asking them to be fans of each of us. No, 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 no. This but they're is where, already no, okay, fans of us. Time out. I don't want to kick a dead horse. Uh, or beat a dead horse. For yeah, that, that either. Uh, don't want to don't want to beat him while he's down. I will say if you're kicking him, you might as well. That's right. yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But what Brian's clarifying is, okay, we're fans of them. Yes. They are fans of us. But then there's a third party involved. Yes. And we're asking that third party to let's be fans. Which of you would include us being fans of the listeners. Which like we are. Individually. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which we are. We know all the listeners. We're fans of all. Yeah. Of yeah. Them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the ones we it know. The ones we know. I'm a work. big fan. No. 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 I am a fan of that third party. I want to be abundantly clear. I'm going to go on the record. The third party I'm a fan of. Okay. Let's be fans, fans of, of each, each other. other. It's time for that Christmas Doctor. Originally aired on November fifteenth, twenty twenty. 2020. And it went a little something like this. The movie opens up with Dr. Zoe, who's a traveling doctor. She just finished up a stint in NYC. She gets invited to go to a super small town, which isn't what she normally does. She normally goes to the big cities, but she agrees and heads off. When she arrives, no one is there at the uh, at the office. Uh, but then this hunk comes out of nowhere. His head was under the desk. He was fixing computers. His name is Luke, and they do not stop. Meg 
blinking eyes at each other. They are locked in. Uh, she goes to the house that uh, that she's going to be staying at, and guess who's there again and bumps his head again. It's Luke. Luke is divorced, and he has a daughter who's in college and is home for the holiday season. And he's also the basically the owner of the house that she's going to be staying. In. It was uh, his mom's. Um, so there's one patient that she can't quite figure out what's wrong with her. She's making a lot of calls. Certain aspects of this are reminding her of a patient that she had while she was over um, as a doctor at war. Um, so she starts to hang out with Luke a good bit more, and they even find themselves under the mistletoe at one point, but she pulls back away because she has to go deliver a baby. We've all been there. We've all tried to kiss someone yeah. and be like, oh, it's baby o'clock. Uh, we, can't, uh, we keep having flashbacks to this patient that she was while she was in the military, and they became really close. She would play chess with him. Um, and was just there for this patient while he was going through such a tough time. But we don't know why we keep seeing these flashbacks. Uh, Luke finally gets enough courage to ask Zoe out on a date or dinner, whatever you want to call it. And wherever, whenever uh, they're there eating, everyone in town is watching. They are all in on this relationship. But she leaves early again because she figures out what is wrong with the patient. The girl just needs to get rid of everything in her house that's nickel and she'll be good to go. Well, who's Zoe? Zoe starts to walk around. Everybody is talking about how great of a doctor is literally yelling as she walks by zoe's such a good doctor um so that doesn't hurt the ego one bit zoe uh starts to wonder why dr ray found her there's certain things that are being said that makes it sound like she was chosen but why she then goes caroling with Luke. They almost kiss, but are interrupted by a Santa honk and his horn. But don't worry. They pick right back up. They kiss because that's what you would do in that situation. It's the night of the Township Hero Award. You know the one. Dr. Ray wins the award, brings Dr. Zoe on stage, and he's like, this award is for all the frontline workers everywhere. Huzzah! And then we get a tribute video for Dr. Ray. And I think we all wanted to see more of that for sure. Um, in the slideshow, we see a picture um, of him and his son. The son is the patient from overseas. Mm. She cared for, but she missed that picture because a little girl gave her a can cane. Um, at Christmas dinner, Dr. Ray asked Zoe to be his new partner because he wants to take a step back. And she's like, I already have another assignment. I got to go to Philly right after this. I'm so sorry. Um, Luke hears that. He's bummed out. He tries to play it cool, gives her a snow globe, wishes her a Merry Christmas. But you know, he's super duper bummed. Uh, it's Christmas morning. She's getting ready to pack up and leave. Dr. Ray shows up and he's like, listen, apparently you missed the picture in the slideshow. Uh, candy cane situation. We've all been there. I have to tell you that about this letter that I wrote about six years ago, it came back unopened. It was for you because you were the one taking care of my son. Uh, I thank you so much. He didn't die alone. It was beautiful, very sweet moment. Um, and she go, then she leaves. She goes to Philly. She does her assignment. And she gets back. She was only in Philly for five days, I believe. She gets back. It's New Year's Eve. She sees the snow globe sitting there. And she decides, I'm going to go find him. I'm going to go find Luke. And so she finds him and says, hey, I'm looking for a place to call home. 
mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, I think uh, I think you just stopped my heart. And she's like, I can start that again with a big old kiss. She takes the job with Dr. Ray. And that, my friends, was the, the Christmas Doctor. Doctor. Yeah. That's exactly right, everybody. That's exactly right. Hey, we are going to take a quick break, hear from a sponsor, um, and then we're going to come back. We're going to dive into this movie, break it down with four, maybe five segments. Razzle dazzle. We'll see. Uh, we'll be right back here, here on Deck Dollar. Um, Here's the thing. You're making your Christmas playlist right now. Oh, what's that you hear? That's some nice, soulful, jazzy mm, Christmas music. It's the good stuff. This is really nice, you're thinking. What is this? It's Lauren Daigle. Lauren, mm. The Lauren Daigle? The Lauren Daigle. She put out an album a few years back called Behold. Mm. And I'm here to tell you, you're literally hearing it right now. It is the perfect addition to your Christmas playlist, whether it is a playlist that you are going to drive to or a Christmas playlist you're going to put on while you're decorating your house next week. Whatever it might be, Lauren Daigle is the perfect addition. Simply search for Lauren Daigle's Behold on your streaming service of choice. Add it to your playlist because, I mean, you're going to want more of this. Just listen to it, everybody. That's good stuff. Come on. The beautiful sounds of Lauren Daigle's Behold. Add it to your playlist this holiday season. You will not regret it. We're back, everybody. We're back. We're talking about that Christmas doctor. We're talking about that Christmas doctor. The Christmas one. The Christmas doctor. Okay, good. Now, Panda, Mm -hmm. you thought earlier today... We were talking about a movie called The Christmas Duck. That's right. That's true. I do want to know, what do you think the premise of The Christmas Duck would be? Okay. So, you go to a farm. Yeah. Christmas time. Uh, Somebody has just had their heart broken, and they're alone on Christmas. They open the barn door. There's a brand new baby duck there. Mm. Roll credits. (laughs) How long is this trip out of the barn? Hour and a half? What happened on this trip? Uh, you mean the trip to the barn? Yeah. Uh, wind's blowing. It's very yeah. cold. Wow. So how long is this movie? Uh, it, right now it's clocking in at a yeah. solid 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's good though. Man. It was on Quibi. It was on Quibi. Uh, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about the duck today. We're talking about the doctor. Christmas duck would be great though. We uh, would, uh, you know, uh, it's that we have uh, four segments. We're going to start with the hot take. We're going to share exactly how we felt about this movie. We don't hold back. Um, I think that's why people have come to love and expect out of this. You know, we don't hold back. You're doing it. We don't hold back. You're doing a great job. We don't hold back. You don't. Panda, yeah. you don't hold back. I don't. No. You are, you, I think you put it out there more than anyone else. I try to. Yeah. In a, the most clear way. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Panda. Earlier he said big like for this movie. So big I'm looking like. forward to mo- more of that. <laughs> to, well. You, you teased us. Tell us more about this big like. So here's the deal. When I, I had very low expectations going into this movie, uh, this was not, I, I don't think I necessarily had my bottom list, but it was just one I wasn't excited about. I felt like, okay, we've seen this plot, a similar variation of this plot before. Just wasn't exciting to me. Uh, went in, really fell in love with uh, Holly's character. Uh, and then uh, Luke is a great male lead. He's, Adrian Holmes? Yeah, he's wonderful. Love him. He's uh, super charming. The town was charming. The diner 
with all of its incredible quirks, is charming. And the movie just has this incredibly rich chemistry between the characters that I really enjoyed, uh, really liked the plot far more than I thought I was going to. And then the performance by the dad of the soldier uh, who passes Dr. away. Dr. Ray. He, he amps it up near the end of the movie uh, in a scene we'll talk about in all the feels. But it this movie lands squarely in, in the light category. Big like for me. Um, big like. Big, big like. Uh, and I, I big do. Big taste. I, you know, just because we've ha- we talk so much about Timeless Christmas and everything, I feel like this is actually a better movie than Timeless Christmas in some sense, um, or at least maybe it, maybe it exceeded my expectation more than any movie has this year in the sense maybe other than Holly. So you and said Ivy. Timeless Christmas may sneak into your top five, so that means this would have knocked it out, and this is going to be in your top. It, five. It's close because I I wasn't a hundred percent sure Timeless Christmas. But this was one's better say. than that. One. I do think it is better. Okay, so is this one this one's got to be in there. Yeah, it might be. It might be. I've got to think about it. I got to think about it. It's a big like. It's a big like, boys. Big I don't know like. what it might. Will it? Yeah. Will it, I don't know. Holly and Ivy is such a good uh, mm. Christmas movie. It's really hard to to Holly throw that Ivy's one. Holly and Ivy's five right now. Yeah, Holly and Ivy's five right now. That's the spot yeah. to compete for. I do think that the the feel here here's where it's getting me held up. The feel with the dad at the end when he's talking about his son feels in a lot of ways a more authentic hit in the heart than Holly and Ivy did. If that makes sense. As a whole. As a whole. Um, because that scene is so dang And that good. scene is 80 seconds long. And this movie but is there's a 83 lot of chem- minutes Yeah, but there's a lot long. of good chemistry. between. I, I don't know. Okay. You're right. It's a tough... Guys, this is why we're the pros, though. That's we why think we're the pros. Lot, we That's think right. a lot about yeah. these things. Leave it to us. Yeah. Um, I liked everything about this movie. I liked the two leads a lot. Um, I thought there was... Every time they were together, I was really digging it. Um, I really, I, I, I always enjoy HRP. I think she always delivers. And I liked uh, Adrian. I thought he was great. Um, the storyline was great. Um, everything was great about it. Um, I would say uh, movies and mysteries... You know, I, I talked about in the in the preview or the kickoff, one of the three previews or the kickoff. I talked about how what the, about the look back. No, not yet. Okay, uh, the, how the movies and mysteries. <laughs> I tend to gravitate a little bit more. I like yeah. the drama. I like a little bit more serious, unless it's overly wacky, and then I'm in. Um, and so, you know, so far this year in my top five as of this moment, I got delivered by Christmas. I have the Christmas boat. I have cranberry Christmas in there from the movies and mysteries slate, and uh, this movie is probably uh, it, it's not going to be any of those um, it's not my favorite movies and mysteries it's not going to be in the top five it's probably going to end up in the middle um, just because for me I didn't get as caught up in the stories and in the relationship and uh, stuff like that as I did in those storylines um, and so that's just a me thing um, I thought it was fine I liked everything about it great performances good story um, great performance by Dr. Ray at the end mm-hmm. obviously brought it home if you don't like that you're a monster um but not gonna break it in to the top five for brand the i just realized four of my top five are movies and mysteries welcome welcome to the movies and mysteries the best thing about this movie is that it is over uh this movie (laughs) it is abysmal it is so so bad and i firmly believe it is not the fault of the players in the main cast at all holly robinson pete God bless her. Don't know how she, I don't know how she does it. She looks like she just walked off the set of Hanging with Mr. Cooper 25 years ago. She looks the exact same. And she's always a delight. The guy that plays Dr. Ray, that one scene, look, 
This movie is so ham-fisted and terribly wrought in hiding this secret, in trying to over-wrench emotion out of a scene that would never, ever happen in real life and shouldn't happen in the movies. For a solid hour and 10 minutes, it's a terrible B-plot. Having said that, that one scene does work incredibly well because that Joker gives a great performance in that one scene. That does not make up for... If it weren't for the troops and death, what is a laughable movie? It's a laugh riot from start to finish. There are so many miscues. I do agree that the Adrian Holmes guy, I think he's really good too. It's not the fault of those three main actors. It's the fault of the story that is just just so hot, just cobbled together in, in the most preposterous way. I really, really had a, just, I hated it. I just didn't like it at all. I, I just love it's that a, she wins the town over though. I mean, that's oh, so cute. Oh gosh that's darn great, it. I can't believe she won the town but over. It's, I like that plot. She, she, you know what? Uh, that might be one of my favorite plots. She, well, I the think Royals. the more impressive thing is that she gets uh, buy, uh, sold by, like she buys it. Yes, yes. I love that. Yeah. Oh man. It's so she, cute. uh, this movie is gosh. not as bad as, um, Christmas tree lane. It's not as bad as the Christmas ring, but it is worse than the rest of them. That is where this movie is. I can tell you specifically out of the six, what is it? 16 we've watched now. This ranks, uh, 14th of those 16 movies. It is bad, 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 bad. And yes, if you're asking, it's a dumpster. You like Jingle Bell Ride more? I like Jingle Bell Ride more than this movie, for sure. No way, Jose. For sure. No way, For sure. No way, No, no, no. You kidding me? Ronnie Rowe? Oh, I mean. soothing sounds of Ronnie Rowe? Don't get me wrong. Ronnie Rowe. Oh, yeah. Ronnie Rowe. Ronnie Rowe here, soothing you down with the sounds of that smooth, don't you know, jazz? What do we got up next, Ronnie Rowe? <laughs> Ronnie Rowe does a, does a radio station A late night show with Trace. With Trace. Yeah. Um, it is, that is sugar and spice right I there. Didn't see got it Hot Show Ray coming up next. Every, every. Every, 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 it's time for all the feels. It's part of the show we talk about uh, what in this movie. I was us. also very underwhelmed by the lack of giant bird. I forgot that. Go yeah. keep going. <laughs> there was no giant cardinal that wreaked havoc among the town. And <laughs> Despite they, what the cover Based might upon make the poster of the movie, I really, that's not The cardinal that comes true. up to her hip it's, it's and on the poster. <laughs> no, that cardinal and, uh, should have been really, really terrifying, and it just wasn't. Yeah, sorry guys. The cardinal didn't sneak its but way into the binoculars. Nice They're I'm looking sorry. through the binoculars. That's what the poster is. Then why is she so small? Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's, Twitter's always defending birds, and it's just like get over we it. We looked Twitter. through the binoculars for the cardinal, and we just put small, regular size HRP next to her in her soldier outfit. Yeah. Um. Hey, all the feels. Panda feels them. Okay. Scene with the dad. Obviously, at the very end, it's a great one. Uh. But also, I guys. I'm going to have it in my Wait What's a bunch, but the diner wins me over. Oh, my god! That gosh. diner is, like, guys, just the fun, quirky, weird local diner. The guy loves a diner. I love he loves my diner. He loves daily you know, specials, we and he loves yes, diners. We went, I do. Uh, when we were in New Jersey for Christmas Con, which seems like a decade ago. Oh, my ago, God. The there best was a, diner. There was a diner up the street that served literally everything. Sandwiches, burgers. Oh, it didn't matter. Best. Served it all. Breakfast. You could order anything anytime you wanted. It was a classic New Jersey diner. And I swear, he never stopped talking about the sandwich he had there. And the sandwich was, was good. Awesome. But like... 
his love of diners just took over. Yeah. It took over at that no, point. No, I don't have, like, listen, I, I fully am aware that when you incorporate a diner into any sort of event uh, or movie, that my objectivity about the event or the movie food, yeah. is not yeah. going to be as accurate because um, diners, diners are great. I love it. I love a good yeah. diner. If we're looking for a new host for diners, drive-ins, and dives... I mean, one God. of my favorite shows. I yeah. love guys. I love because sometimes they're doing. They are doing stuff in the culinary world no one else is thinking of. You need a show. show's been on for over a decade. They're throwing sauce. <laughs> they're stuffing things with cheese you didn't even think you could. It's awesome. You need to go on a, a, a diners, drive-ins, and dives uh, road trip. Yeah, with your three favorite singers. <laughs> guys, hot show Ray. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Shell, be- Shell. <laughs> Ray. Shell and Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Ray. Um, so this was one that um, it gave me feels when it happened. And then um, I, I uh, was thinking about it as I was going to sleep last night. I was like, did I mess that up? I didn't mess it up. Um, so as she's driving into town the, for the first time, we see the town sign and the population is 4,998, okay? Yeah. At the end of the movie, we see it's 5,000 because of the baby she delivered, and then they counted her as a resident. And I thought that was really sweet. I like that a lot. She's driving back yeah, into that's town. that's some attention to detail that I can't believe it yeah. exists in this movie. She's driving back into town. She's about to call this place home, and they're already calling her. Like, they're like, this. she's, she's home. Like, they're already counting her. I like that. I liked it a lot. And I appreciate also their commitment to updating the number. Yeah. Because uh, good. A lot of times they let them language. They do. Yeah. And th- we don't like that. We don't want if you're going to have a number, you at least make it be accurate. Anger. So I like that a lot. I thought it was a really sweet moment. Mm. Obviously the moment yeah. at the end. I mean, whatever. The moment with the dad, like I was just not expecting. Like I, I was expecting 100% that like we know the whole movie long that, that Dr. Ray is the father of this guy she treated in war. It is obvious to the naked eye you just have to watch the movie um the way they keep her from finding out is is that's not great embarrassing to filmmaking in general but the scene where he finally divulges this information to her whoever the guy that plays dr ray is he crushed it and she is great too but he is it is like he really lost his son and she's the last fragment of him that is left that's how good this Mm. scene is I don't know what movie they thought they were filming there. It's a great scene. I, I, it's a wonderful scene. It did give me feels. How could it not? Um, it's a great scene. I saw Dr. Ray live last year. It was him, a Ooh. saxophone. Ooh, man, he can get it. Was it as good as Daigle? Well, here's the situation. He also brought like a, a, like a, 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 a hip-hop dancer with him. Just randomly. Just random. And it was him on saxophone with the dancer doing like some breakdancing stuff. It's kind of weird. Some popping and locking. It worked better than you might think. Wow. Hot Shell Ray loved it, brought him on tour. He's open. Go, he's Ray. Yes. Oh, but then Ray do then, a sax solo in tonight, tonight at the yeah, end. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, COVID shut the tour down. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. We'll get back know. there. We're, we're I, big I, Shell Ray heads. We, we're big, 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 yeah, big old, big old ones. Hey, let's take a quick break. Do you guys okay with that? Yeah. Um, and then we'll be right back. We'll talk about the Wait What's, the uh, What the Hallmarks. Razzle Dazzle? Razzle Yeah, I'm, I'm right for the Razzle Dazzle.
Oh my gosh, we're back already? We're yes, back. back. Wow, wow, wow. It's time for the Wait What a Spar show. We talk about one that's being made us go, wait what, Panda? Uh, two of my wait what's involve the diner, La Diner <laughs> Talk today, and then diner one involves- Diner uh, Talk uh, with Panda. <laughs> so what's the deal with that diner? Uh, Meatloaf Monday? Uh, if that's the highlight of any week in any town in any country, I want out immediately. But the more disconcerting thing is everyone knows that Meatloaf Monday is sending people to the doctor. Because well, they sat there and they said, it's quiet right now. They said, Meatloaf Monday hasn't happened no, yet. No, they do. What they say is no one's here because of Meatloaf Monday. They're not. And then later on when the doctor comes in, he says, you never know, Meatloaf Monday, but it's clearly a joke. He said, she's saying the reason it's quiet is because people are, are all Monday. getting the meatloaf. Okay, yeah. I inter- I interpreted yeah, yeah, yeah. that as no. it's it's quiet right now, yeah. but Meatloaf Monday always When I heard is- that, I was actually shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is the dumbest line ever. And then they continued that bit the whole week, and I'm like, at least they tried to save face with it because that's just weird. Uh Their commitment to serving apple cider with Mexican food is disconcerting as somebody who loves Mexican food. Well, remember, it's a diner. They serve everything. Yeah, but okay. So it's not real. I will say, yeah, but yeah, which is true. But also the other problem is like, guys, I'm not one to sit there and, and critique what you drink with your Mexican food. But apple cider, whether it's served hot or cold, is off limits. It's a no go for me. Uh, You're circling. You're you're circling when you should be landing the plane of this server may be a psychopath <laughs> because she keeps forcing them to drink the yes. apple cider. They haven't had it to drink in years and she continues to bring it. She doesn't even let them order. They're probably scared to fire her because she'll burn down the place. <laughs> this server is, is I'm worried I about her. I like to her. think that she's just inattentive at times. Like she, she just, they ordered it a couple times and then just but for the past several years. But you can't at, you know, these people for drinking cider when the server's bringing it without them asking for it. You're also like, your whole thing about diners is how they're revolutionary. They're putting cheese and things where they don't belong, but give you your cider That's where right. it belongs. No, not with Mexican food. Yeah, no, in no. A, I have a diner. But, okay, but there's also, you cross the line into just crass, okay? And I would say that's so crass. serving like guacamole at a diner that also has meatloaf Monday isn't crass. I would say that checks. Okay. But uh, cider, cold or hot, with said Mexican food is a no. No, we wouldn't. Yeah. I, I stand yeah. by everything. What about I've said. what about like with some spicy candy in it? Yeah. Have you ever had that? What? Apple cider would you uh we we put uh, red hot we put red hot red hot. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay. But I'm just worried I about- I could get back on. Okay. Yeah. Mexican food, The logical consistency cider. of this no, I, is on par with the movie. You- But also, I want to be clear. No one ever orders apple cider in this movie. The server continues to bring it. She yeah. is the problem. Because it's good. You don't know- you, They you, never it, drink it. He says, I don't drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That- <laughs> That's true. Okay. Yeah, it's the server. The the other thing is, how much candy was Dr. Roy, Ray? Dr. Ray. Ray Roy. Given, Dr. Ray was given the kids. So much so, whenever they would come to the office, he goes, we had to switch to sugar-free candy after some complaints from the dentist. Which makes me think, okay, like, no dentist is going to sit there and say, oh, you've had a little bit of candy. That's a no-go. Unless you're eating copious amounts of it, which makes me wonder... How much candy was he giving the kids when they were coming to the doctor's office? Enough that the dentist is sitting there going, hey, Dr. Ray, buddy, <laughs> we've got to scale back on the candy. Uh, at least switch to sugar-free when you're giving it to the I kids. I gave him a prescription for penicillin and a pound of cotton candy. <laughs> yes, no. 
<laughs> the dentist is no. doing, the dentist is doing work. That darn Doctor <laughs> Ray. That's right. <laughs> Doctor Ray. Kid has County. He did it again. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, Doctor Ray. Um, uh, when he first walks in, walks in to meet uh, 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 what's her name in the movie Hall Robinson Beat. Um, he he she says hi hi dr johnson and he says no no one calls me that call me dr ray it's it's just like a very like dude i i just in this movie i'm cash call me dr ray in this movie both leads that are doctors a combined total of seven times there's no way it's less than that correct people that call them doctors and replace it with their first name uh, uh, holly robinson pete does it i think five times where she goes please it's zoe Five times in this movie, like at some point you just you just, just let it go, let it roll. Yeah, um, I was impressed that the entire end of this small town is booked for the entire holiday season. I don't know, it just it caught me off guard. I didn't see it coming. Um, she says she's never seen a cardinal before. Yeah, she bold. says she's never seen a cardinal before. It's bold. And I saw like, she literally travels all over the country. I saw a cardinal yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, cardinals aren't universal across the United States. Like, there's some places that don't have cardinals. Is my understanding of cardinals, but but she's in the same state that she lives. She's from the state. She lives in New York. She's from Vanderton. She went to college in Vanderton. She's never. Her her sister is close enough to travel to this. Maybe they're just native to that town. The cardinals are only in this town. Like I don't know where where the birds (laughs) migrate. It was of all the things to defend. It was that one. I don't think it's my best work defending it. Well, try this one. Um, The daughter at one point, uh, she's about to go back to college and she says, yes, dad, I know I'm going to do 10. uh, I'm going to do two and 10 is what she does. And she does the wrong bit. She does. I'm going to do two, which is the 10. And and what do you say to that one? No, two and 10. Having done something similar in my past, I understand the reverse clock situation. And when you're looking at from a backwards perspective, when you put the mirror up, it checks out if you're, it yeah. just, it's perspective. Maybe you um, don't And last it. but not least, there's nothing wrong inherently about this, but I just hate it. And it's the Vanderton cheer. <laughs> there's Good nothing gosh. wrong with it. There's plenty wrong with it. I just hate it. Yeah, I don't like that bit. Yeah. Work, work till the job is done. Work, work, work number, number one. one. But why? Like every time they, but do you think, like it's a requirement to graduate from Vanderton that when you see someone else and you've both confirmed that you went to Vanderton, it doesn't matter where you are. It's going to get sticky real fast. It's going to get sticky real fast. You're sliding in your row at a funeral. You see somebody with a Vanderton tag. Son of a... Oh no. I got to do the full work, work to the job. Is work to reactor number one. Sorry. Condolences. Okay, but isn't it kind of like that bit in uh, Gilmore Girls? I'm not trying to defend it, but like Gilmore Girls, you know how he does the the Yale cheer and they always do like uh, Mr. Gilmore always does the cheer. I just thought it was something like that. Still annoying. Don't get me wrong. No, again, again, it is a thing. It is a thing. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with it. I just hated it. I hated the cheer. That one was super awkward. Because it was like, we're with Vanderton. Work, work. And then it's like, it gets yeah. away from him real fast. I just, I hated the cheer. I'm fine with school spirit. Just didn't like the cheer. Well, and I was bummed. To cheer it, up, would you have been better with it? What? If, if the cheer was better, I absolutely would have been better. Really? Okay. okay. Yes. Wow. 100%. I not have, but I, the cheer being bad did not help. Yeah. For sure. And when it came, when it happened again, I was just like, this is happening. We got to get it again. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. Work, work. I've got a bunch. Um, 
let's start when she's talking with her sister about the, how she never comes home for the holidays. And her sister says, last year we celebrated the 4th of July on Easter. Why? Why did you, at that point, it's done, right? Like if you waited nine months for the 4th of July, you're not breaking out the red, white, and blue in the fireworks, right? Right? Like you're not going to be like, well, we still have to celebrate the 4th of July, even though it's the next calendar year. Or were they saying they celebrated it early? No, 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 no. Because she does another bit. She does another one. The other one made sense. We celebrated Thanksgiving on Christmas oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then we celebrated the 4th of July on Easter. It would make more sense to say we celebrated Easter on the 4th of July. Yeah. Because it's a couple months late, whatever. But at this point, if we're a year behind, you, you're just, you just hold out for the next 4th of July. You missed one. There's just no way around. You double up the next yeah. year. Can we talk double about the fire? Can works. we talk about this local town Santa briefly? I have some questions. First of all, filmmakers, when he's out on the street, you color corrected his face purple. Um, that is not his fault. But when he's on the street ringing the bell, his face is a nice shade of violet because you've color corrected to make the movie look Christmassy. But I'm worried that he's not working for any sort of charity. He is a grifter. Why do I think that? Because when he goes to see the doctor, he takes his bowl of money with him. <laughs> He's in the doctor's office, <laughs> sitting on the table with a giant bowl of cash beside him. Why would you do that? Why, are, why is a charity Santa taking all of his charity cash into the doctor's office with him? I don't understand that for the life of me. What's going on there? You you've never been in his shoes. Yeah, I, I think that's clear. Um, maybe you guys can help me make sense of Would this. Would you ever be a Santa? Uh, my brother was for Salvation Army one year. Wow. True story. It was like he made decent money. Would you? <laughs> I know that's not the point, but would he made money. Would you do it? Uh, yeah, I would do it. Sure. Well, that's good because me and Brian signed you up. It's COVID. I wouldn't do it during COVID. I, I will say, I I heard the other day at the, uh, what's it called? The Cabela's. They have a Santa. He's a, pex, a plexiglass box. Are you serious? You stand on the outside. I'm out and, for that. And you, no. can't, you can't tell that there's a box there. You're just kind of sitting there. It looks great. And it's, I guess they, they did it. Yeah, they, I would they, wait they, figured, they figured it out. Yeah, they figured it out. For sure. Put me in a box and I'm in. Yeah. That would be, to me, the way to do it, because then you don't have to deal with a kid sitting on your lap all the time. You're just like, hey, buddy. I was talking about a Salvation Army Santa. Not no, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking about I would also. never do that. Yeah. I would do the ring the bell. I didn't know they, they uh, dressed they up dress, like Yeah, Santa. that's what he's doing in the movie. That's the whole bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking. I didn't know that that was uh, a thing. No, no, no. Yeah, the others. No, no, no. Uh, never, never, never. Uh, you maybe can make me, uh, help me make sense of this. Uh, when Dr. Ray's on the mend and she comes over, Zoe, to check on him, and it's Dr. Ray... Dr. Ray's wife and Zoe out there and uh, Dr. Ray's wife brings him uh, some hot tea and he says, pretty soon you'll have me drinking just hot water and lemon. And then Zoe says, better yet, just hot water. And then Ray's wife says, better yet, just warm water. <laughs> I missed all of that conversation. I'm just you, you can take it to the tape. And please, if so you're it goes from tea. He gets tea, and he yeah. goes. Pretty soon, I've got it all written down. Pretty soon, you'll have me drinking just wa hot water and lemon. And then so right. one of them goes, better yet, just hot water, no lemon. Cut out the lemon. Sure. And then the next girl goes, better yet, just warm water. That can't be in the movie. That's, that's not, not real. That's not real. That's not real. Is garbage. What does that, that mean? 
I don't know if it's just protecting him from getting burned. I, I have no earthly idea what it means. Okay, that's more of what the homer like what happened in the past that he this has is, he can't no, drink. Okay, anytime you hear that dialogue, that is the definition of wait, what? What did I just My get maybe he maybe um, you know, that's <laughs> the the bit of the caffeine in the tea gives him the jitters. So he's trying to cut back to hot, hot water, water and, and lemon. lemon. And then they're saying lemon is no good. Lemon makes Normally sense. Lemon's good, but <laughs> no, lemon, lemon, lemon gives him rashes. He has rashes, a lemon but, rash. but he can't yeah. just drink hot water. It's so not good I'm there on the hot water. Yeah, no, no, I get no, that, it. I get so it. I if I'm that. just yeah. drinking hot water, it yeah. might as well be just warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because at uh, that point, it's true. Boy, I missed that. Guys, I mean, I broke it down, I think, as clear as day. I Go ahead. I'm, that totally makes sense to me. Okay, if you say so. Nailed I'm it. worried about the professionalism of the receptionist at the doctor's office. She literally lets a man come in to loiter and flirt with her. That is That happens in this movie. She says, oh, he's just here because he's lonely to chat. He sits down, HRP leaves the room, and he does this side look at her like this. Just like that. And that's the scene. She is not protecting... In, she's literally doing anything aside from her job at that point. Why are you doing that? That's not okay. Um, and then she says, HRP finds the chess set in Dr. Ray's office. And she says that they used, that is the same chess set from the uh, earlier in the movie. Yeah. That's not, you could say it's a different one and whatever. It's the same one. And if it was, he would never put that out in the waiting room. The receptionist says he put the chess set out in the waiting room, but they had to take it out of the waiting room because the patients got too locked in to a game of chess. In the waiting room of a family doctor, there are enough people that A, know chess, B, have to be there together, C, are waiting long enough to get embroiled <laughs> in a serious chess match what in the holy hades is going on in this movie as somebody who loves chess i love chess too grew up playing it love right. it that's one of the dumbest things i've ever heard <laughs> yeah i'll just let that I, I silence speak for itself <laughs> uh we can move on uh somehow adrian who we can say he's in his four he's got a teenage daughter he's in his 40s his mom died when? Died a few years ago? A few years ago, yeah. yeah. And her house still has all of his children's toys in his bedroom in it. And I found that to be really weird. Like, yeah. 40, 40 plus year old, all of his toys are still out? Yeah, some people do that's, that. That's a thing. My, some people's childhood rooms stay the same. There the whole house, house has stayed the same. For yeah. three years, nobody's done anything to it, which yeah. is crazy. Um, and then... Uh, Let's make sure I get uh, this one. Uh, well, first, Campbell's Soup, if you had any. I don't know if you have, yeah. but it's good. it's good. Um, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then we have to do this now. The photo show of Dr. Ray winning the Hero Award is six pictures long. <laughs> <laughs> the picture that stays on the screen the longest is of him and his son. And during that time, almost staged, a girl comes up and hands HRP a candy cane, and she smiles in silence. Until the picture changes and she turns back around. What? How is that? A, no, no. It, she, what? She has I, to I, know. I love that Dr. Rain knew she wasn't seeing it and did nothing. Did nothing. Uh, I guess I'll have to tell her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's not a great movie moment, but. 
Yeah, because it's not a great movie. <laughs> You're not a great movie, Jay. Yeah, I'm not. You're right. That's true. Nailed it. Those are my weight ones. <laughs> hey, it's time for what the homework is part of the show. We talk about uh, questions that we still have. Panda. I hate to go back to the diner one. one <laughs> I don't know if you do. I don't know if you do hate it. Uh, I do love it. She comes back after her date with, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Adrian Holmes Luke. is the actor. Luke, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the diner. And she's holding a tinfoil reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I want to know: yeah. Are her leftovers in the tinfoil reindeer? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine dining. Who's do that doing bit. that? Because that's awesome. First of all, yeah. Fine uh, dining. That's a fine dining bit. Were they at the diner? Did they, they go- went to the diner? Oh yeah, I got nothing then. No, they went to the diner. That crazy lady getting everybody cider. She's get, yeah, but I mean, there was a bow around the neck of the reindeer. It was inside it though. It's just cider packets. <laughs> just, it's just. <laughs> Someone's gonna what? try this. Side for the road. Side for the road. <laughs> yeah. Whether you want food. That's why. Anytime anybody asks for anything to go, she just pours cider, cider on top of it. <laughs> They're gonna get it whether they want it or not. <laughs> Cold together. Let's go. Cider, baby. Cider. I just want to know more about who's designing uh, the tinfoil reindeer for leftovers. Uh, and do they do any other animals year round? Because that would be super fun. A duck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. There was, I have, you take one duck, put it around, you go around town and you say don't frown. Oh, that's nice of the duck. You waddle once, you flap it twice, you quack three times, it's the Christmas duck. Quack, 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 quack. Um, I have a couple of things. One is the legality behind the usage of a lightsaber. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they, the force. Uh, the force. And, they were, and saying a, a galaxy far, far away. Well, I have they a theory. Darth Vader as well. I have a theory. Do they say Darth Vader by name? Yes. Because they do the, use the music they play in the background when he's doing that is Star Wars adjacent. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were skirting it just enough to do things that, because when something becomes so popular, you can reference it as long as you don't reference it specifically because it's just a known commodity. Like there's nothing they can, like they never say Star Wars in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they so, say lightsaber. They say lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, But that, they lightsaber never say. Lightsaber I do not think is yeah. actually a trademarked entity. But wow. once it gets, it's like uh, when you're writing a paper and like when I was getting my history degree, when you write yeah. a paper, if something is common knowledge, like George Washington is the first president of the United States. I would not have to cite that as a source in my paper because it is common knowledge that George Washington is the first president. And so Star Wars has become such an entity that unless you said, this is like Star Wars, I think you can skirt around that because people just know what a lightsaber is. The only thing that was I, I was wondering about was because when he looks at the undecorated home, she goes, like Darth Vader's, it like Darth Vader's home. Which a is a weird reference because Darth <laughs> yeah. Vader doesn't ever no. have a home. Yeah. He also loves Christmas. Yes, so don't make assumptions. He, he, yeah, yeah, He's offensive, a big holly jolly offensive. Uh, but I do wonder about using that because they. I was surprised by how much they they did, did it so many times. A lot of Star Wars. Yeah, like, they hit the Star Wars figurines actually to the side. They, there was a stormtrooper. I was Darth very Vader fascinated yeah. about the legality yeah. behind yeah. Interesting that stuff. Uh, Disney might want to take a look. Yeah, IP, seriously, seriously. IP alert. Um, I want to know what Luke is listening to. Almost each time he bumps his set while he's under something, he has his headphones in. I just want to know what the guy's jamming to because he's jamming yeah, it, like fair. he can't hear when someone walks in. He's obviously listening to something. So what is it? And last but not least, Gabby knows everything. 
Gabby knows everything. She does. And I yeah. want to know how Gabby, like Gabby knows some stuff that, you know, is easy to understand, but she knows like what is in a box, what's in mail. She knows everything. So how does she know it? How yeah, does she know That's a weird bit. It? They tried to play it for last. Yeah. Just I want to know it. how she that's knows fair. it. I have two. One of them I think is just an easy yes, no, that you may know the answer to. When a doctor comes in as a visiting doctor, which I did not know is a regular practice, but I assume it has to be in some smaller towns when a doctor gets injured or can't do their job anymore. Are there visiting doctor parking spaces? Are those real? Have you ever seen a... Because at the beginning of this movie, she pulls into a spot that says reserved for visiting doctor. And I don't like. Yeah, it was gonna I've be never seen. One, I've never looked. Yeah, for it, so. I, I'm just interested yeah. if that's an actual mm-hmm. thing. If you're out there in the interwebs, you can answer that. Please do. And then second, I just is a geographic what the hallmark for me. Where is Holly Robinson Pete's hometown? Where is where they are now? Middlebrook, wherever it is, and where is Vanderton University? Mm-hmm. I need to know those three things because it's wild to me that his daughter is going to Vanderton where HRP went, but, and it's far enough away where she lives off campus because she's home for the holidays. Okay. But all of her friends also go to Vanderton because there's four friends that are also home also go to Vanderton and HRP went to Vanderton and HRP's sister went to Vanderton. And her uh, sister lives close. And her sister lives close to Vanderton. I just need to know because- And close enough to uh, Middlebrook. Yeah, at some point- it's weird that HRP has never heard of Middlebrook or never been at some point. I don't think we're there, but geographically speaking, her sister could find it no problem and could drive. It's not. Even I a would full day say trip. like we we could all we've probably heard of every town within two hours of Greenville. I don't know. There's some backwoods. I would say we've ever we've we've heard of every town with over five thousand people in it. Yes, well, there's some to. like Pumpkin Town. People haven't heard yeah. of that. That's got like a few hundred people. Heard in Pumpkin it. Town. But I'm talking. But you and I, because we're on the way there, but as an example, there are other towns like that. We haven't. But over 5,000 people, yes, we have. Because that excludes a ton. Lyman doesn't have 5,000 people in it. Marietta doesn't have 5,000 people mm-hmm. in it. Middlebrook is not a small town like those places I just named. It's bigger than that. It's possible that you are you have a situation where they're surrounded by big towns, and so people obviously know the major cities, and, and maybe there there's just some suburbs, yeah. regions. Like I, I, I mean, will grant that it's totally possible she's been moving yeah, around yeah, yeah. so much she never went. Sure. I just geographically would like to see a map oh, where a Vanderton question. is located in respect there's a to lot where, of people that have gone yes. to Vanderton. If it's far away, why is there... Like, so the best thing I can... I, the way I imagined it, was okay. So when I was living in North Carolina, I was we were about an hour, hour and a half because because of the mountain ranges to get to like Appalachian State. Yeah. Everyone went to App yeah, State. Right. Yeah. Everyone uh, that explains but, the town very well. But it doesn't. But it doesn't necessarily not because of the way App State was such a major university. You had a lot of people who would come and they didn't necessarily know the the district. Like I lived in a place called Bethlehem. Yeah. Not everyone understood knew where Bethlehem was. But nevertheless, it had a very large yeah. four four H. That, that explains whatever, all those eight. people from the town going. HRP and her sister both went. They're not from Middlebrook, and she's never heard of Middlebrook. I also could understand how that could be the case. I just want to see it on Maybe the map. Maybe it's a big school. Yeah, okay, yeah, I just want to see it on the map. Yeah, I'm not complaining. See, and map. here's big, the thing about maps. Vanderton, though, because they're not going to stop working until the job is done. Until they're number one. Until they're number one. What if they're number one and they feel like the job has not been well, done? Well, I think the, the whole working. point is when they are number one, the, the job is done. done. Yeah, I agree with that. So it does. Uh, it is clear to everybody that they have yet to become number one. So, so there's still work to be done. Does that mean that once they hit number one, they, they stop trying after that and then they sink back down? It just doesn't 
doesn't matter as until much, the job needs way. to be done again. Yes. Okay. Fair until enough. you lose, yeah. you know. So there is a there is a just a glorious time, right? <laughs> where, where there's no, no work, work to be done. done. We've done it. We did it. it. Uh, we've done it, and we've did it, everybody. Congratulations. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> we've did it. <laughs> uh, it's the last one of the week, everybody, mm. um, and it's okay. I want everyone to know it's okay. Because we're going to be back next week, next Monday. Oh, so fun. It's getting a, real. It's about to get real. We're about right. to really pick things up. Guys, by um, uh, two weeks from now, you'll we're going to be over halfway. You'll be neck deep. Uh, way over a week, halfway. A week. We'll be well, well Ten done. days from now, you're going to be neck deep in the homework episodes. Yeah. Every day for 10 or 12 straight days. Right? Oh, it's overwhelming. It's it overwhelming. To think about mm-hmm. it. And I like it. Uh, it's time for the Double Dugger of the Week. It's part of the show we talk about. People who have signed up for Brainwell Jam Plus, uh, we want to celebrate their story because everybody matters. Everybody and, matters. And uh, Panda, that's actually your life motto. Everybody mm-hmm. matters. Everybody and so matters. you have yep. committed yourself to doing the deep dive, mm-hmm. to doing the Googles, to going down the rabbit holes of people's story. Dan, who do we have today? We have, and this we have, this is a famous person. Wow. Uh, she is the season two history or his story champion. Wow. Oh, wow. Sarah Brinkman. Wow. Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Well, because, that sounds like an easy story. Well, she won an easy story. story. Pretty exciting uh, for me to tell this story, Bran. Uh, Sarah, because of her fame for winning uh, history or his story, uh, she's been offered a radio uh, program. Uh, call-in program. She's replacing John Tesh. Wow. Does she still give uh, advice or like helpful tips that don't matter? Yeah, no. She's what labeling herself. Yeah, she's labeling, <laughs> labeling herself the candy coach. You get to call in any advice about candy, lists about candy, anything about... She'll, this she'll is replacing a, the John, John Tesh, Tesh Yeah, yeah. What no, happened to Tesh? Uh, people said, we want less. Uh, his less voice Tesh. Less, less Tesh. This is really interesting because um, in my living room, and this is true, I have a record player, and during the holiday season, um, I like to have Christmas music going at all time. I don't yeah, really no. want to flip the record, though, sure, like, sure. all the time. And so I'll switch it over to the Christmas station, Magic mm-hmm, here. Yeah. John Tesh is on in the evenings. I know for a fact he was on last night. I heard some Tesh. No, no, he's on the way out, though. When is she taking over? Because I haven't Uh, heard her yet. So early talks are saying uh, it's going to be somewhere around the 24th. Christmas Eve? uh, Of December, yeah. It's Christmas She's Eve. She's going to take over. On Christmas Eve, yeah. And yeah, then is she going to exactly. continue, or is it just a one-night? Oh, no, no, no. It's a, it's a complete radio takeover. Has she done any samples? Does it any- a complete radio takeover? <laughs> yeah. Like, of of all of radio? <laughs> no, just of John Tesh. Just of John Tesh. John Tesh is a syndicated show on a lot right. of different... Radio takeover, Dan. Radio I think takeover, I made that Dan. very clear. No, right. that is the perfect way to say it. And she's going to do it every night. Yeah. Have they done any tests? Oh, a lot of samples. And I love them all. We have several clips. We do. You want one? da na 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 I got a question about candy. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I like all the caramels. I like bullseyes and buckeyes and sugar daddies and maple leaves, hornet swamps, wriggly digglies, zing zings and right, zebra right. bobs. right. Tell me some other caramels I may not have heard of. Well, it's interesting you said that. We just got a new study, and Kane's going to kill you all. I don't know how long that's going to last, and she sounds like Tracy. Man. I like it. She's got some spice and everything nice. No sugar, though. It's going to kill you. Trace, you sound like you smoked a pack of menthols today. You guys knew I cut it out a lot too long ago, but I'm back in. Back on the wagon. Yeah. Ten packs in the morning. 
and then I'm off for the afternoon. <laughs> I really get that urge before lunchtime. And I just go, bang, 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 shotgun. <laughs> to that time. Ten at uh, a time? Ten at a time. <laughs> ten packs, I believe she said in morning. Yeah. In morning of her lungs, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 in the morning. In the morning, okay, got it. From 6 to 6.30, 10 packs, bam. Wow. Before I get my coffee. God bless. God bless. God bless you all. We will be back on Monday with a brand new episode, a brand new week of Deck the Homework. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Homework is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast, go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam Podcast ad-free, go to BrambleJamPlus.com.